1: Red, red comes, bob, bob, bobbing along, along There'll be no more sobbing when he starts robbing his own sweet song Wake up, wake up, you head, Get up, get up, get out of the bed Cheer up, cheer up, the sun is red Live, love, laugh and be happy What if I be blue now? I'm walking through fields of flowers Listen, but still I listen for us. And when he starts rubbing his home, sweet song.
2: Off the markers, goals from DJ and Stockley give us all three points over a crew side that were anything but so solid. Welcome to Charlton Live. Charlton Live. So hello and welcome to Cholton Live, I hope you're well, my name is Louis Mendez, and we'll be looking back at yesterday's finally first win of the season over crew, 2 win over the Alex, uh, joining me uh, to do just that, we've got Mr Tom Wallin, how are you doing Tom? Yeah, very good mate, very good. Yeah, buzzing, buzzing after our first three points in, in uh, what feels like forever. Yes, yeah, very happy with yesterday. Yeah. yeah, much more like it. Yeah, back on track, uh, top of the league, here we come. So, uh, on tonight's show, then, of course, we'll be hearing uh, the highlights of the game very shortly. We're going to hear from the Addicts boss, uh, Nigel Adkins. Also, a special treat, we're going to hear from uh, one of the strikers who scored yesterday, uh, Jaden Stockley, the big Labrador, uh, came to speak to us after the game. Uh, also, got your views, of course, from the fans bar, uh, and uh, a little bit extra, we spoke to the, uh, the crew boss David Artel yesterday just to find out a little bit more about Charlie Kirk. Of course, we signed uh, from the Alex a few days ago, so plenty of stuff that we can chat about, Tom. But I mean, obviously, before we, we hear the highlights, um, a, a much needed win, uh, and, and I think a, a pretty well deserved one as well yesterday.
3: Yeah, 100% we deserved to win it. it. It wasn't, you know, the best performance you're ever going to see from a Charton side, and as you said in your intro there, I didn't think crew were were much of an opposition, uh, but they still had chances despite that. And yeah, I think when your confidence is down or and you haven't won a game yet this season, the most important thing is to win the game. It doesn't really matter how you do it. Um, and, and we did that. And so, yeah, I was I was very pleased yesterday. As I say, there were definitely things that we need to improve on. And if we come up against a better side, then uh, then we're going to need to be better as well. But we just needed to get that first win. That was all that mattered. And we did that. Took our our two goals very very well, uh, not set peace as well, which is uh which is positive. So yeah, got to try and and use that now as a springboard and try and build some momentum now going into uh, obviously we've got the international break annoyingly, but if we can, you know, get some players out, get some minutes into the likes of Schwartz or similar in the in the Pizza Trophy on Tuesday, get some uh, get some bodies back in the next couple of weeks and then try and build on this now. That's the most important thing I think.
2: Excellent stuff. Right, let's have a listen to the highlights then from Charlton TV. Steve Brown was alongside Greg Stubbley and Terry Morgan.
4: Gets the ball back across to Stockley. Turns, little chip ball across. Innes is still there. Gets his head there it needs the save to palm it away from the corner by Lee.
5: Held up by Innes. Charlton struggling to clear their lines.
4: Hainley with a cross and it's
5: a header from McFadden, which is easy for McGilvery to deal with. into the centre half and it gives it away to Washington. Now Kirk. It's got Watson behind him. Watson to Stockley. Stockley, it's Kirk again. To his left is Gunter. Gunter with the cross. It's a search across. Jardine. That's a lovely header. It's a A searching cross from Chris Gunter. The beats the Kvatian to the ball against Lee.
6: Yeah, and we talk about this week in week out about players anticipating coming in from the far side, getting inside the fallback. Spotting that cross early, making the run, anticipate, get across your man and meet it well. I mean, it's a very brave header from Jayasimi. And we were just talking moments ago about him slow to react when the ball went across. He should have left his position a bit earlier. Not so on this time. It's a great teasing cross from Gunter begging to be attacked. And Jayasimi with good strength and on the move gets in front of the opposite fullback and powers it past the keeper. one nil. Trying to turn Watson it might run to Ainley and does Ainley with a shot. It's a good save
5: from McGilvry. It's a powerful effort. Was towards his near post from McGilvery. Gets both hands and palms it behind for a crew in corner.
6: Yeah, good save. He finds Ainley.
5: Who will cross? It's easy for Innis to head away. Crew. Pick up the pieces. Ainley's a dangerous header. Stockley gets something on the ball, but Knight can feed it forward. Good challenge by Gunter and Charles can break it. It's three on two. Simi. Switches the play across to Washington. Washington, ball forward to Stockley. Can he get there? Stockley, still with it. Jaden Stockley! Yeah! crew nil. The great counter attack from the Alex. Washington, calm, composed on the ball. Fast forward to Stockley, who just let the ball run across him, takes it past Jaskalainen and finishes.
6: Yeah, when me struck that ball, I thought he picked the wrong pass. I've got to be honest. I thought that was going to fizzle out. Turns out it was a wonderful diagonal. Very accurate. Very well weighted. I think Washington initially wanted to take the defender on, but he just looked up just at the right time and saw the run from Stockley down the centre of the pitch. And then again, an excellent pass from Washington into the part of Stockley. He could have taken that first time, but he had the composure and the foresight just to let it run across his body, round the keeper and slot it into the open air. That is a wonderful counter-attacking goal. Yeah, there is a half-time whistle. It's Washington who's made a really
5: good run for Chong, Lays it off for Gunter. Gunter with the cross. Stockley with the header. It's over the bar. Yeah, good to see though, we're on the front foot Morgan takes again towards the near post, headed away, comes out to Gunter with a shot, oh my word, what an effort from Chris Gunter, just brushes the side netting I think.
6: Well, whatever it did, Jaskilainen wasn't moving, he was beating all ends up, he was just praying that that was the right side of the post for him, I (laughs) thought that I was going to see the net bulge, it was
4: such a sweet clean strike from Gunter. The overlap of Ramsey. Heading towards the Charlton penalty here, inside now, taking on Gunter, takes a shot. It's palmed away by McGilvery and out. McGilvery, the ball's not forward towards Stockley. let it run. It's going to come into Washington in the area. Can he take it? Can he finish? But a save from Yasgala. Oh, Trying down the right now, and Diacimi and Matthews combined, Ball into Kirk, who tried to plant it down the right side of Yasgala and. The was positioned well enough to claim That's it. Challenging. now brings it forward for uh, Crew, and he takes a pot shot. About 25 yards out and it needed... McGilvery to be alert, and palm it away for a call into the box, up in the air from Gunter, go for the second one, but only gets there first, little touch from Fermo, needs the save from McGilvery, and Fermo trying to tidy up, and does so really well, and gets the ball down the line to stop. six minutes of added time, as Washington has the ball in the centre, a little flick from Clare back into Washington, Going to get his shot away, Washington, he does, but it's wide left of the post, past him, Claire, edge of the penalty area, ball into the box, is headed away by Offord, straight to Gunter, Gunter with a shot, and Stockley wanted it into the six-yard box but Gunter saw the goal at his mercy unfortunately the ball didn't go in the same direction All out to Murphy but there is the final whistle and Charlton have their first win of the season and it's come at the valley
2: there we go I think relief uh, was my uh, my main emotion at full time Tom <laughs> um, uh, you know, talk about the performance in a minute, but I mean, it's absolutely we, we we couldn't go into this international break still without a win because I think you know you can imagine how sour those two weeks would have been. Yeah, yeah, and with no disrespect to Crew, they were coming in in equally bad form,
3: and and we had to look at that as a game that that we should win. Uh, I don't very often bet on Charm to win, but I did yesterday. I was I was confident because I thought, well, you know what, if we can't beat a Crew side that are in similar form to us, then you know, this is really is going to be a difficult season. So, yeah, as I said earlier on in my kind of summary, the most important thing yesterday was was that we won the game. It didn't really matter how we do it. And I think there were plenty of good performances uh, throughout the team. And I'm sure we'll come on to talk about that. I thought the the formation was better. I thought Albi was better deeper. But as I say, the most important thing was we won. And if it had been a set piece or, a you know, a penalty or, or anything like that, I still would have taken it. But I think to get a couple of goals from open play for one of our wingers to get off the mark as well, uh, for the likes of Chrissy Gunter to, to have a much better game, I think there are so many positives to take from yesterday, as I say, albeit against a, a relatively limited opposition. So, yeah, a, a huge three points from that perspective to be, to be up and running now. So, yeah, really pleased.
2: Yeah, the way the game flowed in the first half, um, I think the goal probably came at a good time for us because... Started off well on top, um, and, you know, a couple of early chances, I think we forced four or five corners inside the first 15 minutes, 70% of the ball inside the first 15 minutes as well, but then it just seemed to slow down a little bit and crew started to play their way back into it and, and to be fair, it felt like the goal almost came out of nothing um, and, and uh, it was a wondrous left-footed cross from, from Chris Gunter, a man who's picked up a fair bit of stick in that, in that position so far this season and, and all about the DJ, you know, I mean, I thought I thought DJ had a good game yesterday once again, um, but the, the part of his game I wasn't really expecting to see much from was him arriving at the far post to plant bullet headers beyond goalkeepers, so that was a nice surprise.
3: Yeah, and I think when you look at that first 15 minutes, I, I haven't got the stats, but the first 15 minutes against Wigan I thought we started okay. The first 15 minutes against MK away, we were raving about that. People who were at Oxford said the same, so I think we've started games well, we just haven't, haven't got on the end of crosses, haven't managed to, to score the goals and as you say, you, you take someone like Chris Gunter who's come in for a lot of criticism and rightly so, for him to put that ball in in the first place with that left foot obviously is huge and then the other thing particularly that me and Naif were saying at the Wigan game last week is we did get a lot of balls into the box but Stockley was surrounded by about five defenders and it's like, well, what's the point? You, you might as well not bother if that's what it's going to be like. So to have players actually getting into the box and making those runs and gambling, you know, is huge. And and now DJ's done it, he's going to see the difference that that can make. I remember JFC, Forster Kasky doing it a, a few seasons ago and suddenly realised that when he gets into the box, he can start to score goals. And he went on a good little run. And uh, if, you know, if DJ and Kirk, the other side, can start to notice and realise the benefit of doing that, then that's huge as well because... We can't rely on Stockley all season. You know, he probably is going to get 15 to 20 goals the way things are going, and that's that's good. But it's not enough, and so these other players need to weigh in. And yeah, I was really pleased for him. And to get that height over his defender and and stick that ball away was was uh, very impressive. And I thought he had a good game overall. I think he got man of the match, didn't he? But uh, yeah, to get up and running, I can't remember if he scored for us last season or not. But certainly yeah. Got to one get
2: at up, yeah. Did he?
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. But to get up and running for this season, obviously
2: huge. Yeah, I mean, I mean, so you're talking about the fact that there were people in the area. I mean, obviously, that was one of the things we'll hear from, from Nigel in a minute in his post-match. We did ask him about that tactical switch, and I think he, he, he agreed that, that Jayden Stockley had been pretty isolated at times this season. Uh, so you can see that tactical switch that had Connor Washington near him, um, you know, uh, Jai Simi getting into the box at the far post. All of a sudden, the, the opposition penalty area became a, a much more packed area when it perhaps hadn't been at enough times this season. Definitely, yeah,
3: and and I was sat north lower in my season ticket yesterday. So obviously you don't get a, such a good bird's eye view of the pitch, but but when we were in the the Valley Gold Box last week for the Wigan game, and you can see it, the space between him and Morgan was just huge. And look, we've all said it. I don't think Morgan really works as a number ten, and he looked so much more comfortable that bit deeper yesterday. But not only that, but Washington being in either that number ten or that second striker role just meant that there was somebody always around Stockley for not just the knockdowns, but even when the balls were into feet, Stockley could have his back to goal and he'd have two or three players around him. And I would think, and you might be able to tell me better, that if you're watching it from a bird's eye view, when the ball was in that final third, there was more than one or two players up there at all times. And that's certainly how it looked from where I was. So, yeah, the whole thing just seemed more balanced. And Conor Washington's a funny one, because I feel like, there were times last season where we almost had to defend him and I don't really know why we were because I thought he was absolutely excellent and again he you know he's Stockley's going to be the main man and I understand that and we've got our wingers but he's a player that could be absolutely vital for us and he showed it yesterday um and you know a lot of the fans are, are certainly praising him as well so I'm not suggesting that fans don't see it but he just doesn't seem to quite get the praise he deserves or or the game time he deserves and I know he was injured for a portion last year as well but I just think they we looked so much better balanced yesterday, and I know that that midfield was pretty easy to get through. But, but even so, I was I was so pleased with the way that we played yesterday yeah. and the way that we were set up.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's interesting what you say about Connor. I I, I sort of put in, in in a bit on on the SLP website yesterday. He's, he's unglamorous, isn't he? He's not. He, yeah, he, he's he's not got a cool haircut or anything like that. He's you know obviously obviously as, as a icon of fashion that I am, I can speak in those terms. But you know, he, he does he does go under the radar and I think his hard work has paid off. And, you know, we'll hear from Jaden Stockley um yeah well later on and perhaps when, when you read the full piece later in in, in the press. Um he, he's certainly not underappreciated by those who play alongside him. Yeah, and you know, but when
3: we talked about Ben Purrington for a lot when he first came in, we always used the phrase he's that seven out of ten player. And, and I think Washington has got a little bit about that as, of him as well. You know, if you're playing him as a, as a top trump card, he's probably quite high or middle to high in pretty much everything. But, you know, he's not got the flashy skills that a DJ's got or the heading ability that a Stockley's got or whatever, you know, the dribbling of, of Kirk. So those players might excel in one or two things. But Washington just does a little bit of everything. And that work rate and that hard work, that, again, something that Morgan doesn't necessarily offer in that sort of position is... Is vital, and and that's what Stockley needs. Because yes, we can get balls into the box, and against a small defence, he's going to probably get his head to a couple and hopefully score. But we can't rely on playing that one dimensional. And think back to the Wigan game last week; the midfield was just so overrun. I don't know how we would have got on in a formation like yesterday against them, because they're obviously a much better team. But you come up against a side who are down there with us, who you know haven't got that quality in the middle. I think just rely on the two that we did because I thought Watson was excellent again yesterday and I thought he played well at Wigan. Watson and Morgan controlled that midfield and let Washington and Stockley go ahead of them and do their thing. So, yeah, it was one of those things where you just looked at it and you thought Nigel's just got it spot on for the game he's playing. And, and, yeah, I felt, as I say, although Crew did have a few chances and McGilvery made a few good saves again, particularly in the second half, I felt relatively comfortable at all times I never thought we were going to throw that game away yesterday hmm. and considering we hadn't won yet this season it's it's not easy to say that
2: yeah I mean that second goal was, was class wasn't it excellent ball out from, from DJ and Washington just measured the, the the ball perfectly for for, for Jaden Stocklin, and, and as Jaden says himself, it sort of made his mind up for him. You know, he knew he could allow the ball across his body and, and just ease and ease it in, in into that little space until the goalkeeper sort of dived out of the way. And uh, yeah, all round a great goal and great for Jaden as well. You know, two already in this early stage of the season. Yeah, uh, and again, two different types of goals. He
3: obviously got that that set piece header that we we know he can do um, last time, but. You know, we've been saying it again on this podcast for a few weeks now. He's not just about that. He is good with his feet. He he is good at moving. You know, he can make the runs and he showed a little bit of all of that. Yes, he was unmarked, but Washington's ball had to be right. And as you say, Jaden, it would be very easy with that much time uh, to to wonder about taking a touch or cutting back inside or trying to lift it over the keeper. But, you know, Jaden, as you said, he made his mind up. He knew what he was going to do. He trusted himself. And, uh, and stuck it away. So, yeah, I was I was delighted for him. I think that, again, the balance of that front three worked really nicely. I know Kirk is going to have to get up to speed a little bit, and that's fine. Um, but, yeah, I just think, you know, as I say, Stockley is going to be the man. If we're going to have one who gets 15, 20 goals this season, it is going to be him. Uh, so to get two already in a team that haven't really performed well and haven't, haven't created an awful lot for him, I'd love to know how many chances he's actually been given Um, because I imagine his conversion rate is very high. So, yeah, yeah, a a decent finish. And as I say, nice to get one that wasn't a set piece as well.
2: Now, we almost saw like what would have been one of the greatest moments in Charlton history if that Chris Gunter wonder punter had gone in. I mean, that volley from outside the area, um, it it summed up the sort of game he had actually yesterday, considering, I think, uh, from a lot of us, he's come under a bit of stick, uh, he's never really wowed us since he's come into the club, but you know, playing out of position yesterday, he actually, he actually looked uh, really assured. And, and and I mean, it would have been perfect if he topped it off with that.
3: Yeah, I won't say what I uh, I said to you boys in the WhatsApp because I don't think that's safe for the for the podcast. But uh, yeah, it, and it was a great strike, you know. Joking aside, and I, I was at, uh, at uni in Nottingham when he was playing for Nottingham Forest, so I used to see him a lot there. And obviously, he was a little bit younger, but. I thought he was just a really, really solid, decent right back. Obviously the Welsh bit helps as well, so I'd be looking for any way to defend him that I could. But last few games he's rightly come in for criticism, especially that MK Dons game. I thought he was poor overall and I was epitomised by that foul throw he gave late on or the the uh taking too many yards or whatever it was. But yesterday he just looked better and again he was up against weaker opposition and that helps, but you know, I'm sure his confidence has been a little bit knocked and he's he's still gotta do his job. And uh, I thought he did it well, and he got forward better. Obviously, he got the cross in, as you say, that that left-footed shot that was, you know, inches away. I sat right behind that goal; it wasn't far off. Um, and he just looked a lot more, a lot more confident, really. Um, and obviously, I think he's going off with Wales, isn't he, in the international break and. I was saying to somebody on Twitter that he does tend to play well for them. I, I don't know what it is about the Welsh team, but he, maybe just because they're not very good. But he certainly looks a lot better. Um, so if he can get some confidence from being, you know, in that camp and being one of the main men there, come back and hit the ground running again, then then you know his confidence will be right up. And at the moment, we'll obviously talk about transfers later. But at the moment, we haven't got huge strength in depth at fullback, even when Purrington's back. Obviously, that might change, but if not, he's going to have to play a big part in this season. So, uh, a Gunter that plays like he did yesterday, I think I'd be more than happy with uh, to play the majority of the campaign.
2: Yeah, as you said, I think when he goes off on international duty with Wales, obviously, he's making that step down. So, it's easier to, to look better than, exactly. than, than when he's playing in League One yeah. with, with, with Joe. but that's not the case. I mean, there's, there's so many players I want to talk about Yes, I mean, you've already mentioned Watson, so let's talk about someone else in that midfield. midfield Albie Morgan, sitting a little bit deeper, seemed to suit him a bit better
3: much much better yeah he just he needs that time on the ball really he's a he's a class player on the ball but he's not one he gets a little bit flustered when there's players around him uh and with his back to goal which is something nathan and lewis mentioned on thursday's show he he just doesn't like that he likes to see the game in front of him because we all know he can pick a, a 30 40 yard pass so yeah he looked a lot more comfortable uh in that too in the midfield and and as i say it'll be very interesting when we come up against a, a better side again, whether two like that could really get away with it. Um, because particularly in Wigan, when we tried to push for the game towards the end, suddenly that midfield was being being heavily overrun. So it'll be interesting to see what Nigel does then. And, and that might be slightly dictated by, you know, Gilby being fit, Lee getting up to speed or whether we bring anybody else in. But yeah, just on yesterday's performance, that was much better, much more like the Albie Morgan we know. And uh, I'd like to see him kind of, continue in that position I think it's uh it'd be a little bit harsh to drop him you know we've given him that number 10 shirt we're clearly hoping that this could be his breakthrough season and I don't know what his confidence is like but I wouldn't want a couple of relatively average performances to you know to risk him just being dropped now and you know and that's it for the season or we send him out on loan so yeah he was much better yesterday he needs to keep that up you know he can't let his standard drop but he looks so much more comfortable in that deep, deep line position.
2: Yeah, and now obviously one downside yesterday, Ryan Ennis coming off, um, I think it's well known that, you know, he got managed through pre-season. I imagine there'll be stages where we manage him in uh, in, in this the season going forward now. Obviously, it happened against Milton Keynes. He came off uh, for the last half an hour and Deji Eleraway came on and and the same yesterday. I mean, uh, we'll hear from Nigel about Ryan. It doesn't sound like it's too major of a problem at the moment. But I mean, let's talk about Deji again. For a, for a 17-year-old, to, to, every time he's come into the the first team now, to look so assured. I mean, there's feel feel like there's a big future there. It's, r- it's ridiculous. Like for for the age he is,
3: you remember. I'm sure you'll remember when when Gomez came on for that first time, and he looked like he was some 27-year-old, you know, experienced defender who'd done it all already. And obviously, he's now starting to prove that at Liverpool, but you know deji's got a little bit of that in him already you know and obviously there's a long way to go to see where his career goes and i'm not going to suggest he's going to be playing at liverpool center back in two or three years but it's that that ease and that calmness on the ball Konza had it when he first came in at center back as well that it just very very relaxed you know nothing seemed to phase him yesterday and Yes, we were 2-0 up, but just one goal back in it, you know, with 10 minutes to go, and suddenly we'd be getting nervous. It'd be very easy for that to kind of weigh on his shoulders a little bit as well. And for Nigel, you know, he's got Jason Pearce, who's, you know, the most experienced defender at the club, club captain on the bench as well. And to choose to put Deji on ahead of him is a a huge statement um, and shows the faith that he has in him as well. So, yeah, look, obviously we hope that Ryan Innes, you'd imagine after the international break, it will have cleared up and, and, you know, him and uh, and Fanwo, you would hope, would be our, our starting two for the majority of games when fit. But to have someone like Deji that can come on and, and be that assured is is obviously a huge positive. And uh, I've seen a lot of people ask him what his contract situation is. I don't know, but it's important we do get him tied down because you'd imagine, uh, you know, as I say, I don't think it's going to happen this year, but uh, you'd imagine there's a big move in him uh, if he continues this this level of progress. And, hopefully we get a couple of good seasons out of him as well before that happens because he looked very good yesterday.
2: Yeah and obviously a debut for Elliot Lee I'm going to call him my mate because I was at the training ground when he arrived even though I never spoke to him or actually saw him but my mate Elliot Lee came off the bench and yeah debut obviously following in the footsteps of his father did you like what you see in, in these early days?
3: Yeah I did again a, a bit like Kirk as well He he gets the ball and his first thing is turning and running at the opposition and Obviously, by the time he came on, the game was stretched. They were pushing to try and get back in it. So there was a lot of space for him to run into. But I, I think that he will offer us something different in there because and Nathan and I were saying it yesterday in the pub, Kirk also, we we wondered about maybe playing Kirk in that number 10, whether Lee can play there as well. Obviously, you've got Washington in there. So I almost feel like if we are looking at, at more players, somebody else out wide might be interesting because I'd like to see Kirk pushed inside a little bit. But... Yeah, I, look. I don't think there was enough to judge Leon yesterday, but from what I saw, obviously I wasn't on Thursday's show to speak about it. But from what I saw of him at, at Luton before, I think we've got a good player there. Um, yeah, there's a long way to go, but you know he brings goals. You know he brings assists, and you know that front that front line is now starting to sh- take shape. As I say, I'd maybe like one, possibly two more. I think that that second is very dependent on whether Ronnie, you know, can get up to speed and can get minutes and, and looks looks the real deal or not. But if he does, I think one other maybe wide player um, would would really set us in pretty good stead. We were talking about the midfield, weren't we, in the week, and we said we're pretty happy with that. Particularly once Gilby's back. Um, so I feel like we're we're getting there now, um, and it has come late and it's taken a while, but I do feel like the squad is coming together at the. and Hopefully, we can start to kick on once the international break's done and dusted.
2: Excellent stuff. Right, well, let's have a listen then to what Nigel Atkins had to say after yesterday's game. Of course, uh, you may well have already seen the news as well that. Uh, there was a potential new signing sat there in the crowd. Uh, I did ask Nigel Atkins about Harry Arter, uh, the Nottingham Forest uh, midfielder. Obviously, he used to play uh, w- with the Alex as a kid. I think made one first team appearance for us uh, before going on to have one. Hell of a career 10 years at AFC Bournemouth. he was there in the crowd yesterday, I uh, did ask Nigel Atkins, and he does absolutely everything but confirm he's there, obviously, because he's not quite signed the bit of paper by the sounds of it. So you listen out for that. But uh, yeah, this is what Nigel Atkins made of yesterday's 2 0 win over Crew Alexandra. Well,
7: well we've played well, you know, it's a great atmosphere in the valley and uh, we've scored some two really good goals. Should've scored a lot more goals, but you can see the spirit amongst the players, the work ethic that they've got, you know, from my point of view they've been working really hard on the training ground yet again and a lot of the things they've put on the on the pits today, uh, again and we've got the result that we needed. Clean sheet, two good goals, should've scored some more really.
2: And relief as well after the, the slow start to the season, they've been finally able to put a performance together, that coupled with a result as well.
7: Well, listen, everyone knows you've got to get results, but I've been really pleased. with a lot of things that have been going on, as I said, we talk about the spirit of the players, you know, wanting to learn. We've strengthened the group as well, which is important. And uh, from my point of view, really pleased with the the attitude and the application of all the players and all the staff. There's a big togetherness, and uh, today the, the fans got right behind the players as well yet again. And uh, it, was a, it was a good good afternoon all round.
2: You looked to tweak the shape today. What was your thinking behind that? And I guess, did you see the uh, the outcome that you were hoping for?
7: Yeah, I mean, like we talked about last season and this season, we've gone like with a, you know, a one-four-three-three. Three, if you like, with the personnel that we've got, and um, you know, we've started the season that way. But uh, when I look at last week's game in particular, we're getting in the attacking third. We're not getting enough bodies in there. And uh, from my point of view, again, I didn't expect um, Connor Washington to be available last week. He, he managed to come in. We brought Kirky in now, so we're adding strength to the to the group. Uh, and I, that way, Jaden's not isolated as much, and we've got uh, Connor in there. But as you can see, sometimes if you're not if you're not careful, you can play a front two and you can get over overrun in the middle of the pitch. So that, you have to be mindful of that. But uh, again, attack minded, and we scored, a, created a lot of opportunities. Really good. Really pleased with Elliot Lee coming on as well, um, because again, we're looking at between the lines. You can see straight away he's going to be able to lick the play. But I thought Connor Washington and uh, Jaden Stockley did really well. Really pleased with the first goal. You know, we highlighted it through the course of the week, where we think um, Crew's going to be able to play out, and we've set up to to press them, and we've won the ball back. And Chrisy Gunter puts a fantastic left-footed crossing. And again, we highlighted last week maybe DJ being too far out when a cross comes in. We want him to get the far post, and he does that, and he scores a great goal. And again, what a threat we are on the counter attack as well. Great pass from Connor Washington to put Jaden Stockley in, who showed great composure to go and score the goal. Uh, we had a lot of opportunities to score many more Again, getting the ball in the attacking third Getting the ball into the into the penalty area And getting bodies in there We've worked the keeper a lot more today So uh, we're really pleased about that as a group And we've kept a clean sheet
2: You mentioned Connor Washington He's a player I feel goes under the radar a little bit with the fans But I think you showed exactly how important he is today for the side
7: Well, we want a team that's going to work the socks off for each other And uh, Connor does that And again, he, you know, he's probably looking at himself thinking I could have I scored a couple of goalkeepers Made some saves from that but, uh, you know, he's prepared to run and running beyond. And sometimes if you've, you know, you need to be able to go and penetrate, you know, so you can stretch the game so you can go and play. And uh, he does that really well for us. So, um, you know, he'll go off on international duty now in, in good spirits.
2: Yeah, one downside to obviously Ryan coming off. Um, can you give us any indication of what the issue was there? Or was it just a case of managing these minutes again? Well,
7: hopefully, it's, it's you know, he was, he was a little bit uncomfortable, but hopefully nothing too se- too serious. And then we look at, we've got total confidence. we have got two really good centre-halves. And Jason Pearce, club captain, you know, rate him so, so highly. And young Deji and uh, every conference put him on and what a great performance he put in for that half hour. Really assured, great passing through the lines, good defensive work and uh, he was really assured for that performance. So, uh, really pleased with that.
2: Yeah, no, George Dobson today wasn't, wasn't in the squad at all as he, he picks up a little
7: problem or anything. No, I've got a squad of players we're trying to strengthen all round, you know. So, uh, I've spoke with George, I uh, had a good chat with George yesterday. But uh, you know he was in the in the dressing with all the players we've got a group who have maybe not been on the bench today. We've got another game to go on Tuesday I'm mindful of all of us competition for places drives performance. that's what we need you know and uh I'm really pleased I'm really pleased with with Georgie's attitude, so that's not a question. Uh, we're trying to help him as well. we're trying to everyone's trying to help each other, which is an important thing so uh, he'll be playing on he'll be starting the game on Tuesday.
2: You mentioned about wanting to bring more players in, of course. Transfer deadline days coming up on Tuesday. Uh, one name that's been mentioned, Harry Arter, as a possible option as a loan. Is that one you, you're aware of?
7: I am aware of that. Um, obviously, there's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of things going on. <laughs> so you're going to have to watch your space. And I suppose at the end of the day, when somebody has signed a piece of paper and is announced as our player, then it's announced as our player. But I think you'll find it could be a quite interesting three days over the weekend going into Tuesday evening. Where players, um, I was reading a quote this morning actually about was it the Barnsley manager uh, chairman talking about um, as a player actually thought he'd done a medical and everything he's in the he's he's in there ready to sign next minute he's disappeared and he's gone somewhere else so anything could happen so um, you know what we want to do is is, is help a very honest hard working group of players a young group with some real good senior players um, see if we can improve and, and um, put ourselves in a position at the end of the season to achieve what we set out to do. We've got a great spirit and, uh, you know, maybe the last couple of weeks has helped build that resolve and that spirit, which is important. And today was an entertaining game for the, for the supporters to so certainly come and watch because we had a lot of goldmouth action. So I was really pleased.
2: So you looking ahead to the transfer deadline days, the same day you're playing the, the game against uh, against Crawley in, yes. in the Pizza Trophy. Um, in, in terms of um, like what sort of team you're going to put out, because I know you mentioned the 23s are playing. Do you think there's going to be a mixture of first teamers in there?
7: Well, we'll assess everybody. Obviously, we just talked about George Dobson there. George will start the game. There's players that are coming in needing to, to play and obviously I'm mindful of, of everybody. We've got real good players here who, who've got to play and, again, staking a claim for, for if you like, the league action. You know, the Papa John's Trophy is uh, the game on Tuesday. And, uh, you know, from our point of view, we want to maintain the momentum and, and keep driving on. So, um, you know, as I said, we've got a good spirit. Competition for places is important and uh, players will get the opportunity on Tuesday evening. Um, We've got a squad, we're trying to build a strong squad of players um, to to keep moving the football club forward.
1: Life is full of what ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans.
4: the box looking at Stockley, he gets his head, and there's the opening goal!
0: Jordan scored, a
4: delivery absolutely perfect from Albie Morgan, picks out Stockley, who rose first and flicked it past Fisher for the opening goal.
6: Yeah, and that is a very, very difficult ball to defend if you're a centre-half. I know you want to look at it from Stockley's point of view, he was aggressive, he got above the centre-half, he pinned him so he couldn't make a jump and attack the ball, and then Once you've done that, it's just a case of getting contact onto the the football itself and direction towards goal. He did that. We find ourselves one in front, but a delightful delivery from Albie Morgan.
2: Right, welcome back to Charlton Live. That was Nigel Adkins then just before the break. Um, Obviously very pleased to get off the mark with the first win uh, of the season. Um, Obviously asked him about Harry Arter uh, was there in the the crowd. I had it confirmed shortly after the interview that he was there in the crowd uh, yesterday. Um, getting on a bit I guess but you know a player who's uh, shown his quality throughout the years I'm not sure how much he's played sort of in recent times um, but uh, an exciting addition if he does if he does come Tom? I think so yeah he's certainly
3: got the quality Uh, I think I read somewhere and I don't know if it's true that he played a few minutes at the end of a game in February and and maybe hasn't played anything since then so yeah match fitness is obviously going to be an issue for him but We've got the uh, the Papa Johns and we've got under twenty threes games that we can we can get him up to speed and yeah he's a he's a very good player obviously played in Bournemouth uh, in their rise up to the Premier League as well um, as you say didn't quite make it with us but has gone on and had a very good career and yes he's coming towards the end of that but Darren Prattley was coming to the end of his career when when he signed for us and and look at the player he turned out to be and you know Ben Watson maybe hasn't quite done that yet although the recent performances have certainly been better so. You know, having experienced heads in there, I know bringing down the average age of the squad is something that Thomas is keen to do, and you know, is certainly a, the majority of the signings he's looking to to buy have all fitted a similar sort of mould in terms of young players on long contracts. But someone like Harry Arter in the middle could bring so much experience, like Ben Watson can, to the likes of of, of Alby and, and you know Sean Clare and, and Dobson. You know, they're young players as well, so. Yeah, I think on and off the pitch, he would be a, a very good bit of business if we can get him in. Uh, you know, I'd expect it would just be till the end of the season, you know, at most and, and see what happens. But, you know, if he can get up to speed and we can give him some football and he can kind of fall back in love with it, because um, I'm guessing he's probably not enjoyed his time over the last few months, then, yeah, as I say, technically a very good player. So, uh yeah, we'll have to wait and see, as you say, for it to be confirmed. But it, it certainly looks like, if that does go over the line, I'd be pleased with that.
8: Mm.
2: Yeah, you mentioned uh, Dobbo there, um, George Dobson. Obviously not involved yesterday. We heard there from Nigel Atkins. You know, obviously he doesn't use the word dropped, but that's what he was. He was he he was uh, left out of the squad. Nigel said he's gonna. You know, everyone's gonna help each other to improve. Were you surprised to see him out of the team so early? Is Is a player you sort of watch and. There's a couple of good bits, you see, but I mean, overall, I, I still found it quite hard to form an overall opinion on him. So obviously Nigel's seen something that he felt that, that could be improved. And I guess that midfield area is the, the part of the pitch that we've probably lost a lot of games so far this season because we haven't been able to control games enough to feed our, our forward players. So no, are you surprised to see a like a, a, big, a big change in the middle of the park so far? Uh, Not really, I think.
3: It, like you, it's difficult to form an opinion of him at this early stage, but he certainly hasn't been that impressive in games. I think, you know, I think Claire has shown a little bit more tenacity, maybe if I had to judge them against each other. And even that seems a bit harsh. I think when you look at the game yesterday, as I say, because we were just going with those two midfielders, you need to know that you've got com- competitive players in there, players that are going to get stuck in, players that are you know, not going to be bullied. And obviously, you know, you've got that in Ben Watson. And I think you've got that in Albie as well. Um, so I see why he picked those two in particular. Uh, you know, I hope it's not a case that we never see Dobson again, because I definitely think he's got something to offer us. But I think it's, you know, as we said, the midfield as a whole is probably one of the, one of the areas that we've got the most options in terms of who we play there. So I think for, for Nigel, he's looking at the game in the opposition and picking the right players for that. Uh, I think there will be a role for Dobson in a midfield three once we get that balance right and what that three are. Um But no, nah, yesterday wasn't the game for him. Uh, and, he, you know, his career, his early days in terms of his charting career, but he hasn't been, you know, he hasn't been brilliant. So uh, just take him out for a week. We've got the international break. Maybe there's a couple of things he wants him to work on in training. Uh, I'm sure Jacko and the, and the like will will sort that out. And and as I say, there's there's a good player in there. We know that. So even Arter coming in maybe with that experience can help him out as well. So I expect him to be back. But I was also kind of pleased, with no disrespect to him, that that we went with the midfield we did yesterday and, and it proved the right one ultimately with the result as well
2: yeah lovely stuff right let's hear from uh, someone else involved in yesterday's victory then the striker uh, Jaden stockley got the addict second of the afternoon that was his second uh, of the season an excellent finish taking it around the goalkeeper uh, the headmaster can still score uh, with his feet as well so he came into the uh, press conference after the game yesterday and i asked him if the uh, result our first win of the campaign came as a big relief. Yeah,
9: I think that was the first emotion. Uh 2-0 at half time. Sort of a tricky scoreline. You got to um you got to go out and be relentless sort of first 15 and put your marker down against a team that likes the ball. It's easy to get caught in the trap of sitting behind the ball and inviting pressure, but I thought the lads really um really dug deep and in quite hard conditions physically uh to go out there and uh and put the impetus back on them. I thought um really proud of the boys. I thought they were great to get out of a slump sometimes. When you're losing it can be, you know, a bit of a snowball effect. It takes a, a real big effort to get out of that and uh, we needed to today.
2: I guess it must have been sort of weirder this season because I don't, I don't think before the campaign anyone really saw this start coming so it must have come as a bit of a shock and, and nice to get
9: out of the way now. Yeah, no, no we didn't. We, we were confident we'd had some good results pre-season so sometimes, you know. Sometimes you can't put your finger on it. Sometimes you've got to look deep, you know, at yourself. I definitely have the past week. Uh, things that I could do better. Things I could do. Obviously, being given the armband, things, the ways that I can talk to players, as well as ways that I can help players. Uh, and uh, I think you know we've looked at ourselves and we and and we've responded well today. And
2: obviously, nice to, for any striker to get a couple of early goals in the season. And- See a lovely one with your foot as well today. see it's a slightly running joke about the headmaster and all that. Yeah. Shade, like you you've got the ability to take it around the keeper. There. It, was, it was a nice move, and uh, we've we spoken a lot about Connor Washington's performance today. He obviously, played a little bit closer to you. How nice is it to have, have him sort of up and around where you're playing?
9: It was brilliant. I've never seen someone make so many runs before. He just keeps going. Um, her, he is. His willingness to get near me, his willingness to do the work you know that no one sees to stretch him and, and create space is is brilliant, and his vision to see me for the goal was uh, was, was exceptional the weight on the pass, everything was perfect for me, and it made my mind up in, in terms of what I was going to do so I'm really proud of the boys we we started amazing and then we had a 10 minute where it just you know it, it turned a little bit and we could have gone either way there so i thought the the response from from the lads was excellent
2: there we go the headmaster the big labrador there the footman as i, as I called him now he scored with his foot as well <laughs> Jaden stockley um yeah class finish wasn't it uh, yesterday i enjoyed him doing the tunnel jump as well actually after after the game it's the first time we've had one of those in a a long long time and a, another thing that sort of uh, Feels like we're getting a little bit back to normal and, uh, you know, not seeing tunnel jumps too often. It is quite normal, actually, to be fair. But never normally this this amount of gap in between. And, yeah, pro- proving his worth so far, Tom. Yeah, definitely. And
3: with that tunnel jump, again, I know it's a, a silly little point and it's probably nothing. But uh, Kyle, in his photo, showed it. The passion he showed, you know, that that win yesterday really meant something to, to him and to the players. Because, you know, they'll have been bothered. You know, whether you think they really care about the fact they play for Charlton or whatever and you know, I'll let everybody make up their own minds. But you could see how important that was to him because he was properly, properly pumped up after the game. And and as I said earlier, you know, to, to score, not only to score with his feet, but to score from open play as well and, and to show a different side of him in terms of his goals, really important as far as I'm concerned. Because as I said earlier, we don't want to just be a team that lumps it into him and hopes that he can win a header. We want those other options. So... Yeah, he's uh he's going to be a key man. I think Carl said it didn't he last week or after the Oxford game that he's probably the best striker in the league. I don't know whether he is the best, but as uh, I think it was Tiger Woods said, you, even if you're not, you want to be part of the conversation. And I think Stockley is definitely part of the conversation of being the best striker in the league. So, yeah, he's uh he's got a big season ahead of him. There's a lot of weight on those shoulders, um because he is well, not just because he's big and tall, but because he he is our going to be our main man. Um but as i say with with dj just getting in yesterday and if we can get a couple of others of those midfielders up and running we know kirk can score goals we know Elliot lee can score goals then hopefully that'll just take the weight off him a little bit and uh if if that does that then hopefully he can he can flourish but yeah i was delighted for him yesterday absolutely delighted
2: yeah buzzing for for jaden stocklin he seems like a really nice bloke when he came in to chat Well, let's get some fans views uh, on the podcast and in a few moments time we're going to hear our views from the fans bar feature uh, where myself and Lewis went into the, uh, the the crossbars, the fans bar, after the game just to uh, ask for some people's views on, on the performance and obviously the, the transfer window closure, uh, which is coming up. But people have tweeted in as well, London Innick Giza reiterates what you said, Tom, uh, about Jaden's uh, tunnel jumps. He's never seen a tunnel jump as passionate as Stockley's today. Emotion poured out of him. Uh, he is uh, definitely uh, one of us. Yeah, and I'm certain that was uh, not, not just the enjoyable nature of the victory, but the fact it is a massive weight. Uh, off, uh, off everyone's shoulders uh, as well. Uh, Lee said uh, when, when you listen to the crew podcast fella the other day it sounded like the players just didn't want to play and I think yesterday's game was a perfect uh, indication of that. and Exile says a deserved win. Uh, liked the 4-4-2 Morgan uh, better a bit deeper and Washington much more effective uh, when he was closer to Stockley. Crew however are a poor side. Let's not get carried away. Lots more hard work to do both on and off the pitch. Dan says it was a fantastic team performance. Great for their confidence. Uh, Steve said, I would have added after the first goal to that, uh, but there was certainly a much needed uh, improvement for sure. Uh, Joe Green says, a positive and improved performance. Washington and DJ the standouts for me. I think if Harry Arter gets fit and we sign him, he will be a top level midfielder uh, for this division. I still think we need a pacey left back to support Kirk as he didn't get into the game enough. Yeah, um, I think it's fair to say we haven't, we haven't seen the best from Charlie yet. Um, I think it's also fair to say that's probably no surprise whatsoever. He had a a long spell out. Uh, obviously, he had the, the the difficulty of his of the sad passing of his father, whilst making a move to the other end of the country. It's no it's no surprise that he hasn't quite hit the ground running yet. But it's not like he hasn't had moments as well. And you're seeing those little flashes. You know, he had had a chance to score yesterday. Had a chance to score in his first game against Wigan, his first start. And um, uh, we've seen enough to suggest there's certainly going to be a player there. Definitely. Yeah. I'm not worried in the slightest. I agree that he, you know, he hasn't been his best, but it's
3: been, it's been two games. And as you say, given the, the last few weeks and months that he's had, I, I don't blame him in the slightest, you know, get him on the training ground now, get him running, give him a couple of weeks to, to settle into to a new location, as you say, uh, and see where he is. I wouldn't even be judging him until at the earliest, the end of October. You know, he's a new player. He's come in. It's going to take some time. And and as you say, despite all of that, I still think we've seen glimpses of a player that's that's very very good. When he does get the ball, he carries it well. He takes players on. He's, as you say, looking for goal. OK, the finishing hasn't quite been there yet, but he's doing all the right things. And, and uh, yeah, he's a player that's only going to get better for me. So I agree that he doesn't didn't yesterday get in the game as much as we would have liked. But when he did get in the game, he looked dangerous. So... Yeah, not worried at all. And, and as I say, I think he's only going to improve.
2: Yeah, actually, I think now would be a good time to bring in the clip from uh, David Artel, the crew manager. He came into the press conference yesterday. So I asked him uh, just a little bit about um, Charlie Kirk coming uh, to the Valley. He also uh, says the fact that they've lost so many players over the summer has played a big part in their poor start to the season. Yeah,
8: we've lost eight players from that starting 11. You know, some buggers in South London have bought one of them. <laughs> um you know, but you know that's that's our business model. That's what we that's do. It. You've got a good player. He creates the final third. Makes good decisions in the final third. that's what I alluded to you know, two minutes ago. He makes good decisions in the final third, and, and you know, there's not many players in, in in this day and age at this moment in time are going for any money. Never mind half a million quid. So I think that shows his value. So you know, you like I say, and you've got a good, you've got a good player, good person, and. Uh, We'll have him back on loan in January. <laughs>
2: how, how much potential do you think he has?
8: He's got a lot. He's got a lot. He's, he's, he didn't He's score as many goals as he should have done last year. But he creates, the year before in League Two, he created lots and scored lots. So, he'll, he'll, obviously, he'll have to adjust to, to Nigel and Charlton's way of playing. But he'll, he had a chance where he killed one over the bar. Um, but he'll score goals for you. And he'll create goals, for, certainly for, for, for Jordan. That's for sure. So, uh, um, you know, I hope he doesn't, but I hope it all on the same hand, you know. He's a great kid. I had him at 16, he's been with us since six. And uh, when you see us at our place, I'm sure you'll have more of an opinion because you'll have seen him more.
2: There we go. Not often we use the opposition manager's uh, press conference on here, but I thought he was quite funny, David Artel. Uh, The South London buggers signing signing, uh, Charlie Kirk being my favourite thing. But yeah, good insight into what he thinks that Charlie's going to offer, and it does sound uh, really promising. Right, John said all round uh, very good yesterday. Bit worried about future cover for the forwards, though. Hope we sign one uh, before the end of the window. We've got midfielders of varying quality coming out of our ears. Uh, at the moment yeah we certainly do have a lot of midfielders but i, I do i do think we needed that little bit of extra Uh, extra boost in in that position that we've seen over the last few days. Right, Jonathan West says, hi Jonathan West, it's at the upbeats Uh, I was at the Valley last Saturday, it was fantastic, I look forward to being there on Tuesday as well, good man Jonathan, we'll see you there. Uh, Alan says, it was much better and amazing uh, what happens when fullbacks overlap, Watson is the ginger Perlow, Elliot Lee looks very good the negative was that crew were poor and 2-0 was the Warriors, Max still ended up uh, having to make three world class saves on another day, a better side uh, may well have got a result from us, well done Mac. Yeah, he's had a good couple of games now, Craig McGovery, after giving away maybe not giving away, but a couple of goals that he would have felt he could have done a bit better with. So yeah, good to see that, that Craig McIveray is uh, starting to play to the form that we know he has uh, from his time at Portsmouth. And Will says, looking forward to hear, hearing to Joel, uh, today's Charlton Live show uh, on the back of yesterday's win. Good and much better uh, needed result with uh, good performances. Onwards and upwards, that's from Will. Cheers, Will. Right, uh, me and Lewis uh, went into the fans bar yesterday get to get some more fans opinions uh, on the game. And this is what the supporters in the fans bar uh, had to say to us.
6: Well, we should have scored a lot more goals, that's for sure. I mean, the score could have easily been 7 3 or something. It's a more brilliant, say, from McGilvery. Um, I hope that's how you pronounce his name. I'm never quite sure. Uh, yeah, vast improvement. Uh, I don't know what for, uh, Stockley feeds himself on, and Alby. Me. I mean, it's unbelievable the amount of running around like they do, the effort they put in. Uh, yeah, yeah it's good performance all round. Uh, m- much better than the last couple of weeks. DJ was an inspiration today. I think um, much better quality, yeah. much better going forward. Yeah. I think if a couple of signings, we only two or three away from a good side that will press us, making the top four. I think um, uh, Harry are coming into the side. I think yeah. is going to is going to be a, a, a big signing for us. And I think going forward, I think it'll yeah, will always
10: good to be honest. Um, I think we're still kind of lacking creativity in midfield to be honest Um, but to be honest two goals can't really complain about that Um, yeah I'm looking forward to seeing what Lee can do once he's back and I've heard heard there's rumours about Art coming as well so that's where I think we need to strengthen yeah absolutely much much better Um, I thought we were much better going forward much more
6: creative um, I thought Morgan in that deeper position particularly was much more effective like it really really suited him um, I thought Washington coming back in but playing more centrally worked really well but the star of the show was uh, DJ DJ had a f-ing great game oh, he had a great oh. <laughs> keep that in there got to
3: give <laughs> he, had
6: a, he had a great game i was got to say about Ben Watson people sort of have a right go about his him but the last two games I thought he's almost been man of the match know that's a bit con- controversy, but uh, no, yeah, you know, I really, I
9: really think he's been
6: performing well. I think right. from what I've seen
10: so far, like we've been playing the 4-3-3. i I'm not quite sure what formation we were playing today, actually. It was four-four-two. Four-two, four, probably. It seemed yeah. like a four-four-two. Um, I think, yeah, Stock- because Stockley wins pretty much every header. Right? I mean, he's he's, he's amazing. Um, and then Washington's got the pace as well to come in behind. Yeah. So I think, yeah, Washington and Stockley as a, as a pair. Is a pretty pretty good front two, and then we've got Kirk and uh, DJ on the wings as well. Can't really go wrong. Uh,
6: I think two or three. I think I was in the director's box today, so speaking to people, they were saying Harry is hopefully over the line by Tuesday. Um,
10: another two or three by Tuesday, they reckon. I think we need a left back. Uh, for back- I, I know a lot of people aren't a fan of Ben Perrington but I, I quite like Ben Perrington to be fair. So once he's back, uh, I think we need a backup left back, backup keeper. I think uh, Deji Elleray is filling in well for uh, for Innes, so maybe we don't need a centre back as much. It'd be nice to get a goal scoring forward, but I mean, I think I don't really know what's happened to Schwartz, to be honest. I mean, he uh, seemed like he was going to come in as like the goal scoring striker, but that hasn't really seemed to happen, and I'm, I'm not sure if Davison's quite at the level yet. So potentially another goal scoring striker would be nice, but I think we're almost there, to be honest.
2: There we go. Thanks to everyone uh, who joined us in the fans bar yesterday. We'll be uh, in there again uh, after the next game. It's at home again, isn't it? A couple of weeks. We've got the international break coming up. We probably won't We won't be doing one after the pizza game because we're not doing a show this week uh, in midweek. So uh, no fans bar reaction after the, the game against Crawley uh, on Tuesday. But we will be back uh, in the fans bar after the game uh, against Cheltenham uh, when we come back on September the 11th. So looking forward uh, to that one. We've got a few emails as well. Um, after yesterday's game Peter Manners said I wrote last week saying about how this month marked my 50th anniversary of supporting the club well today is actually the day Uh, and just as uh, we did on that day 50 years ago we won 2-0 I'm far less depressed than I was last week uh, but we did only uh, beat a mainly poor crew side still uh, we look more balanced so there were some very good performances Morgan looked better in a more natural position for him and Elliot Lee looks handy a few more signings and things will start to look more positive. Cheers, chaps. Love the show. Cheers, Peter. And, and congratulations on reaching that, that big 5 0 your anniversary. Uh, and I'm glad the boys were able to put a win for you uh, on. Uh, Jack Blizzard says, Hi, chaps. What a well needed result that was. I thought Adkins got the formation spot on with Washington's running in between and out wide uh, was great and both goals were well taken uh, for me though after the grief he's been given by some fans and especially as it's not his natural position i want to say that gunter had a blinder uh, down the left hand side hopefully this is the first win of many to come roll on tuesday that's from jack cheers jack uh, phil says uh, hi guys what difference it makes when we play 4-4-2 much more cohesion as the defenders can find the midfield and the midfield were able to have more space and time on the ball to create better chances for the forwards. Also gives Jaden a partner to work up top with. Hopefully we can continue to use this formation uh, and I'm sure if we do, we'll move up the table rapidly. I felt that Charlie Kirk was a little wary of doing too much damage to his former teammates uh, whilst he played okay. He didn't really take the defenders on as much as I think he's capable of, uh, but overall a good performance and much more enjoyable watch uh, than any other game uh, this season. Keep up the good work. That's from Phil. Cheers, Phil. Uh, Craig says, "Hey guys, uh, top show. A great win from the lads. Four four two. Hey, who would have thought it? Washington uh, was man of the match. Uh, get a few more bodies in, and hopefully we can push on uh, up the addicts And then uh, Jonathan Wester. I uh, always sent the same uh, same uh, tweet uh, on, as an email. So there you go, Jonathan. You've got your mention on the show. Uh, good to see you looking so happy uh, at the Valley. Now I did mention on Thursday's show that I was looking forward to going down to Lewis uh, to watch the women's team in action. I did have an inkling at the time that it might be called off because I was." planning on going down to the, the training ground during the week uh, to get a load of uh, stuff during the for, for like the preview show, looking ahead to the season. But we had to cancel it because there was a couple of COVID cases in the camp. Uh, and sure enough, the game did get called off after that. So unfortunately, I can't go down to uh, to Lewis for that game uh, until it's rearranged. But when it is, I'm hoping to bump into Richard Church, who's emailed me uh, saying, Hi, Louis, you seem somewhat confused about where Lewis is. I'm fairly confident I said it was somewhere in Sussex, which I still think is correct. Uh, but he says, I'm a Charlton boy by birth." but I've been living down in these parts for 20 years still got my Charlton season ticket Lewis is a beautiful medieval town in East Sussex just to the east of Brighton slightly inland on the River Ouse see this is exactly where I said uh, the tripping pan is an iconic football ground in non-league circles Yes, yeah, exactly part of the reason why I wanted to go down to that game I wanted to tick off uh, the dripping pan for a long time and obviously to see the girls play uh, Lewis women uh, were the first team to pay their women the same wages the men uh, Lewis has the best pint of bitter in the south as well brewed at the local Harvey's brewery yeah what's the what's yeah I did wonder what the brewery round round there was uh, it's not curry no it's uh, Harvey's uh, and uh, all of the pales, all of that pales into insignificance uh, when you take into account the firework night is this an advert for Lewis Richard um, on, on if you haven't been there on November the 5th you simply haven't lived. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, coming down for the rearranged uh, fixture. And Richard said, he'll see me there and, uh, and yeah, it'll give, it'll give me the tour. Excellent stuff. Cheers, Richard. Uh, yeah. Excellent. So when, when that game does happen, we look forward to, to coming down and watching it. Uh, Charlton live have, of course, we're going to sponsor one of the players. I think we're going for the, uh, for the captain, Lauren Bruton uh, is going to be the player we sponsor this year. So looking forward to getting involved with the women's team uh, once more. Oh, we've got a few minutes left, Tom. I mean, we should talk briefly about transfers a bit more. Obviously, we oh, Papa John's on Tuesday. Are you going to go? No. Nope. No. There we go. Sorted. Uh, I mean, you, can, you I, I made the mistake of, of slightly belittling the competition in front of Nigel Atkins there. Like, if I called it the pizza trophy to Lee Bowyer, he'd laugh and then probably have a two-minute rant about the pizza trophy. But I called it the pizza trophy, and Nigel Atkins was keen to uh, uh, correct me and say, no, it's the Papa John's trophy. And uh, I, I don't know if it's one that we're going to perhaps take a bit more seriously this year, but Nigel certainly was either that or he's paid in pizza or something yeah, but yeah sponsors man yeah and... he's a sponsor a company man Nigel Atkins but yeah and um, so obviously we're not 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 that interested about the competitions therefore and it is transfer deadline day so you'll be having more more eye on the Twitter to see if we're actually going to sign anyone during a game which would be quite quite something
3: yeah I'm actually going to order a rival pizza and just sit and watch transfer deadline day instead so uh, yeah no I think but joking aside I think it is a good opportunity the problem is we haven't got the biggest squad in the world but it's a good opportunity to get some minutes you know would expect maybe Deji can start maybe Pierce can start um maybe some of the midfielders people like Kirk or Elliot Lee who haven't played a lot of football
2: do you reckon we'll see Ronnie I mean he... I'd love to see it yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: you know I know he played for the under 23s the other week I think you know what's the harm in giving him even 45 minutes so there's options there but At the moment, maybe not quite enough, but like most Charlton fans, I think that, you know, that's less important than than seeing who we sign. So, you know, I'm not going actually because I can't go on Tuesday night, but um, I think, yeah, the, the important thing about Tuesday or certainly by Tuesday is making sure we've got at least another couple of bodies through the door.
2: Yeah, certainly. Right, uh, we have run out of time actually on uh, on, on uh, this week's Charlton Live. So don't forget, because it's the international break coming up, we're not going to do a show uh, next Thursday or next Sunday. Keep an eye on our Charlton Live Instagram. I'll post up a few little clips and stuff in between now and then to keep you going. Um, and uh, yeah, other, other than that, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. So uh, enjoy your, your time off from us. Uh, thanks to everyone who's, who's uh, got involved with the show, obviously by tweeting or emailing or speaking to us in the fans bar uh, after the game. Thanks for all of you who've uh, listened to the show. Thank you, Tom, for joining me this Sunday evening. Cheers, mate. Have a good bank holiday Monday uh, tomorrow, everyone. Uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. I've been Louis Meadows. Thanks for listening. We'll see you after the international break. <laughs>
1: sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting